Welcome to Unbound, a show where we talk about how to break free and live authentically. I'm your host and integrative healer, Crystal Lynn, and I help women to make their lives their medicine through integrative nutrition, emotional healing, and spiritual connection. If you're ready to break free of the chains that are holding you back, heal your pain, up-level your mindset, and become the best version of yourself, body, mind, and spirit, then stick around. I'm so grateful that you're here. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Unbound. It is the last episode of 2021. You guys, December marked one year of the podcast being um, out and launched, and so I want to thank you so much for your support um, throughout this year of 2021, and uh, looking forward to lots of um, fun episodes, awesome community building, and just more transformation in 2022. So um, that being said, as we celebrate the new year, Happy New Year's Eve, by the way, that's when this episode is coming out, if you are listening to it today. Um, But as we approach 2022, as we approach a new year um, and goal setting and maybe you're into resolutions, all of these things are um, so, so common, right? It's like a, a new start, fresh year, new energy, and just a great time to reset, right? And you can reset at any time. We don't need New Year's Eve to do our resolutions or make changes in our life. Um, But it definitely, with the changing of the calendar and shifting of the energy, it just brings about a time of transformation. So that being said, as you're setting your goals, um, I think it's also really important, just as important actually as setting your goals, is to set healthy expectations, Because if you set goals without healthy expectations, you're going to be operating out of a space of fear, out of a space of scarcity. So we need to check our expectations as we are approaching a new year. And so this is something that I did with my clients. This is material from one of my group coaching calls. And so if you are curious about what you know, what we discuss, we discuss things like this. We discuss creating healthy expectations. And so I wanted to share this with you because I think it's so uh, relevant to turning the leaf over on the new year. Um, So whatever your goals are for 2022, when you're creating your expectations around them, right? Because that's the thing is, is creating and manifesting your goals has to do with this aspect of faith, but also detachment to the outcome. And that's where you've got to check your healthy expectations. So knowing that if this thing is in alignment with your life and it is the right timing, um, then it will come to be right. Like God only says three things. He says, yes, no, or not yet. So when you are creating a goal and you put yourself out there, right? Because here's what happens is we set unrealistic expectations or we attach ourselves to the outcome. And then when something doesn't happen, we question ourselves, we question God, we question everything, right? Because we're like, oh, I tried this whole like manifest it and speak it into existence thing and it didn't work. Well, it didn't work because it's either not the right time or the thing that you're trying to do is not in alignment with your life. So you're trying to push open um, a, a locked door, so to speak. And that is where that detachment comes from of knowing this inner knowing and this true essence of faith that everything that that is meant for you will not pass you by and your 
your life, everything that happens in your life is happening for you, not to you, right? And, and there's a divine hand over your life. So let's define a healthy expectation versus an unhealthy expectation. I think that's a really good place to start. So a healthy expectation helps to meet your long-term need. It boosts your self-confidence. It creates peace and partners with love. And it generates healthy self-discipline. So let's break this down a little bit. Meeting your long-term need, right? We talk about um, you know meeting the long-term versus the short-term need. It's like that that addiction that we have in society to instant gratification and it doesn't meet the long-term need, the, the need that your soul is really calling you for, really asking you for. So healthy expectation helps to meet that long-term need and maybe it's a little bit unpleasant in the moment because we are not choosing instant gratification, we are choosing that fulfillment of the long-term need. It boosts your self-confidence. So you feel super secure in your actions, you feel super solid in your faith, and you feel ready to overcome any roadblocks that might be creating um, boundaries towards, towards this goal. Um, it creates peace because you've partnered with love. You're doing this thing because you love yourself, not because you're fearful of something, you're afraid of something, or you don't want something to happen, right? And, and we find this a lot when it comes to diet and exercise culture is like the motivation is... I'm afraid to gain weight. I'm afraid to fill in the blank, right? I'm just kind of using the most common ones, unfortunately. But, um, you know, I'm afraid of this. And so it's this fear-driven goal that eventually runs out because you can only be operating in fear for so long without burning out. It's going to burn you out. It's exhausting. It's a low-level emotional state, and it's short-term. It's not going to last you very long which is why a lot of resolutions start out really hot, right? We, we go in and we're, we're ready and we take it on and then um, we, we burn out really, really quickly. So um, that is, you know, that's usually what happens in, in these short-term goals because they're partnered with fear. Um, and then generates healthy self-discipline. So there is something to be said for um, building equity within yourself. I like to refer to that almost as like building a credit score within your own heart. So these are the disciplines that you're going to put into place as you know, a way to hold yourself accountable towards that long-term need. An unhealthy expectation fulfills a short-term desire. It's rooted in fear of an unwanted outcome, creates anxiety, and generates unsustainable motivation. So, you know, we just kind of went through these, right? Unhealthy expectations, you're filling the short-term need, and it's, it's rooted in the fear of an unwanted outcome. I'm afraid of this happening, so I better do this. Well, that's, that's just not, you know, who wants to, who wants to do something because you feel the need, like you have to, right? You always want to choose something and it's always about creating the space for you to make a choice, for you to choose into that thing with some accountability and balancing, like doing that balancing dance between the two, right? We, we know that unhealthy expectations generate anxiety and unsustainable motivation because we're afraid, we're anxious that it's not going to come to be and that's not a healthy place to operate from. So what are some steps? I'm going to give you four simple steps to creating healthy expectations. The first one is to identify the long-term desired outcome. What is your ultimate goal? What is your ultimate why? And how can you keep your eyes focused on that outcome rather than that short-term um, gratification. 
Two, make a list of ways that you can achieve that same outcome. So here's what I mean by that. Let's say that your goal is to, um, to move your body every day, okay? So maybe you're really used to getting super specific with this and keeping your goals in a, in a tight little box. So maybe when you think of that, you think of, I'm going to go to the gym for half an hour to an hour every day. Um, and that feels a little daunting. That feels a little unrealistic, right? That is a pretty big expectation for yourself. Or maybe it's not even every day, but maybe it's, I'm going to lift weights three times a week. And, you know, you find yourself disappointed because on day two of three, you are too sore, you're too tired, or you're not feeling it. And you either don't go and you get mad at yourself or you go and you are exhausted. It feels like a chore. And then on day three, you're like, "Mm, I don't really want to do this anymore, right? Because now it feels like something you have to do. It feels like a chore. So what I mean by this is maybe you broaden the expectation, right? So you broaden it first. You say, okay, I'm going to move my body every day. And then you make a list of all of the ways you can move your body. I could do breath work, I could walk, I could run, I could dance, I could lift weights, I could do Pilates or yoga or stretch, right? All of these different ways. And this way, we don't have a one-size-fits-all. We have a multitude of options for um, where our energy is at that day. And so it creates this, this moment of getting to choose what it is that you want to do that day, right? And maybe you have some structure. Your structure is I move my body 30 minutes a day. And maybe your other structure is I pick up the weights once a week. So you make sure that you you get something done that you feel like you need to do to optimize your health, right? If we had a free-for-all um, 100%, then we might be in a little bit of trouble, right? So we want to create some, some disciplines around it, but we also want to give ourselves the option to choose. And here's why we don't do that, because we're saying, well, if I only set the goal to you know lift weights once a week, then I'll only lift weights once a week. Well, I don't think so. I think that on some other days, you're going to, if you enjoy lifting weights, you're going to be like, oh, you know what? I have the energy to do that today. I'm going to go do it, right? And then you keep the enjoyment. You keep the enjoyable part of it. So when you create your expectation, I want you to broaden it. And then the discipline part of it, the part that you want to hold as a a firm, like I'm drawing a line in the sand, I will do this thing, should feel really achievable. It should feel like, okay, yeah, I know I can do that for sure consistently, right? So I, I painted you a picture of a context of, you know, movement, which is a common resolution. Um, but you can obviously transfer that, um, principle to other areas, but I think that you understand what I mean by that. So we do that zoom out, we make a list of all of the ways that we could do it. And then we say, okay, what's the thing that I know that I will need to do to optimize my health. And in the context of, you know, maybe working out is lifting the weights because you feel like they help you feel really strong. They, uh, boost your metabolism. They make you feel really grounded and it's fun for you. It's a fun challenge. So let's say you take that one, you determine how many times a week or what duration of this feels like, oh yeah, I totally got this. I can do that. No problem. Okay. You pick that one. Maybe for you, it's twice a week. Maybe for you, it's once a week. I don't know, 15 minutes a week. And you set that as the goal. And then every other time you get to choose whatever you want on that list right? So you're holding yourself accountable for something and you're creating the opportunity to choose. And this doesn't mean that you're not going to do your disciplines more than that time that you set, but it keeps you from loathing them because when you overshoot it or you, uh, 
you tell yourself you have to do a thing one way and you have no creative freedom, you start to feel really trapped in, in your routines. They start to become unsustainable because they are partnered with fear. They're partnered with fear of, well, if I don't set this as my expectation for myself, then I won't do it. And what is that an indicator of, you guys? That's a deeper indicator of a lack of self-trust. Woo, self-trust, so important. So um, we wanna trust ourselves that if we listen to our bodies, if we listen to our hearts, we listen to our spirits, we listen to um, the Holy Spirit guiding our lives, that we will do the thing. We will do the thing that we are meant to do. And so I want you to explore, like, what is that gap of self-trust if you are struggling with that And how can you start to overcome and challenge it and trust yourself, right? This is why, this is why a lot of people are stuck in a binge and restrict cycle as well, right? Because the binging is like, oh my gosh, I better watch. I better put all these rules on myself. And the restriction makes it feel like I'm trapped. I don't have a choice. And so then what happens? People say, ah, forget about it. And then they just go all out and they binge again, right? And the cycle continues. And instead if you know anything about the binge restrict cycle, the solution is to cut the restriction, right? So cut the restriction and that doesn't mean eat donuts every day in the intuitive eating world, but it does mean create the disciplines that make you feel good. So if you know that eating fruits and vegetables make you makes you feel better than eating a ton of sugar, then you're not gonna wake up and eat cookies all day every day because you can. Eventually you're gonna want a green salad, you're gonna want a piece of salmon maybe or a fruit smoothie. So that's the same principle as everything else. Where are you starting to um, create a pattern of restriction and unrealistic expectation in your life and how can you take, break those chains, throw them away and trust yourself to listen to your body, your intuition, your mind, your feelings, right? Gut feelings, your gut instincts, and, uh, you know, divine guidance in your life. Number three, remind yourself structure and self-discipline can be an act of self-love when aligned with healthy expectation. So that's just for you to, to remind yourself when you do create those disciplines that you know are going to optimize your health, that that is an act of self-love right? You're not dragging yourself to the juice bar to grab a juice because you're like, oh, this is, I have to drink this juice, right? You're doing it. Okay. I love myself. I love myself enough to have the juice instead of the uh, sugar-filled latte right now. Um, or I, I love myself enough to make sure I get outside and I take a walk today rather than Um, sit on my couch all day, right? I do this because I love myself, not because I loathe myself and I'm afraid of gaining weight or I'm afraid of a health consequence or I'm afraid of scarcity. I'm afraid of spending money. I'm afraid of putting myself out there in a relationship. I'm afraid of switching careers. All these things, right? It's driven by fear. Where is your self-love? Where is your compassion? And how can you partner with that to create sustainability and acknowledge that these disciplines that you're doing, whether it's in your health, your career, your money, your relationships, all of these areas, your creativity, that you're doing it out of a place of love for yourself and healthy self-discipline rather than fear. Number four, reframe some expectations and offer grace to others. Remember, we are playing the long game. So reframe, reframe those expressions. 
right? When you are talking to yourself, offer grace to others, offer grace to others when they have expectations on you. And remember that we're playing the long game. Remember that we are shooting for that long-term outcome. We are not fulfilling the short-term. So reframe some of your self-talk, basically, right? Be careful with how you talk about things. Be mindful that when you start to get yourself into that place of, oh, I feel tired today, I don't want to do it, and you're starting to tread on that uh, wishy-washiness with your goals, remember that you can change that and, and offer yourself a, a kinder word, offer yourself the truth of why you're doing it, and also offer yourself grace if you expected yourself to do something and maybe you didn't have the energy to do it and you needed to choose something else. Acknowledge that those choices are choices that you should be really proud of because you're about to sink a little bit deeper into your inner wisdom, into your body, into your mind, into your spirit and listen and respond. So that's something to be really, really proud of. We need to stop operating purely out of logic and start listening to the body. The body keeps the score, you guys. So start listening and start responding appropriately. Um, so that being said, before I wrap things up, I want you to grab your journal. I'm going to write these in the show notes as well, but I'm going to read off to you a couple of questions that I want you to answer in your journals and get really clear on as you approach 2022. So grab your journal. Question number one is what are some of the expectations you have in your life? If you want, you can pause in between each question to answer, or um, you can check the show notes as well. Uh, either way is fine by me. Question number two, once you identify those expectations, ask yourself, what is the deeper purpose of this expectation and what is the long-term desired outcome? Number three, <laughs> I almost said four, number three, what are some other ways to fulfill that desired outcome? Four, what is your perception on structure and discipline? And number five, finally, what would it look like for you to offer yourself space and grace with your expectations while dancing with the art of self-discipline? So go ahead and answer those questions, you guys. If you have questions about the questions, I would be super, super happy to um, chat with you in the DMs, voice message you back and forth a little bit. We can workshop them together. I would love to hear your feedback. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like and share. And if you are looking to create changes in 2022, you want to break some chains. You want to create healthy expectations. You want to make your life your medicine, mind, body, and spirit. I have a brand new Chain Breaker Challenge kicking off January 3rd of 2022. It's going to be five days long. Calls will be at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All of them will be recorded for replay. So this is five days of free coaching, you guys. Free coaching, materials pulled right from my signature online course, Boundless, and my coaching program, all the work that I do with my one-on-one -on -one clients, parts and memory work. So we're doing emotional breakthrough. We're doing a little bit of nutrition. We're doing the gut-mind connection. We are doing uh, stress management techniques, self-love, partnering with love versus fear, um, building a healthy relationship with yourself and your body and all of the things. So if this sounds like something that you need, you feel stuck, you are running pain patterns over and over again, and you would like to get some coaching and be a part of a like-minded aligned community, then please DM me. I have a few spots left. I will be closing enrollment 
on Sunday night. And that is January 3rd. So you have a couple more days left to join. We have an awesome group so far. Um, and again, if you would like to join, DM me on Instagram or send me an email. All of my contact information is in the show notes. So that being said, you guys, I want to thank you so much again for being a part of this community in, in some way, shape or form this year. And um, it's definitely been a year, a whirlwind year of transformation for me and um, wow, I'm so excited for 2022 and it's just going to be, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be so great. And, um, I'm looking forward to experiencing it with all of you, sending you love and blessings for the new year. And I'll talk to you next time. Hey you, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you like what you heard, remember to take a screenshot and share it on IG and tag me at Soma Sonder. Leave a like and a review. It helps the show grow tremendously and builds our community. As always, the DMs are open and I'd love to connect and have a deeper conversation with you. Until next time, go live boundless, babe.